I have never been that rich and poor at the same time. Like you were rich, poor, then rich again. Yeah. And then nah. what? Then I was bankrupt. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. Yeah. On Let's start some shit. Let's start this. I am Jamea Moore. And I'm Takia Ross. And today we're going to discuss. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. See, we've been receiving your inboxes, your messages, your texts, you know what I mean? Your comments. We've been doing all of that. Y'all didn't think we was, but we were. So we got a <laughs> a suggestion from someone, and they said, um, you know. We should talk about this in their quote unquote. That's what they say. Okay. Quote, you, are you going to believe quote. me? Gonna, I'm not going to believe you. You're going to okay, say, um, I'm not going to believe you. I'm forget gonna. that makeup artist shit. Why did everyone leave the industry? Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she said forget. <laughs> I don't think she said forget. Forget that makeup artist shit. She said, forget that makeup artist shit. Why did everyone leave the industry? To kid. Why would they Okay, so you you left. You left. I left. Okay. I left in twenty nineteen. Well, basically, I left in 2020. Once we came back after the paragraph happened, mm -hmm. I just could not uh, do makeup anymore. My book was solid with brow clients. And I felt like if I kept taking makeup clients and I'm taking brow clients, that that was me being greedy. It was too much. Mm -hmm. But I had been trying to leave makeup mm -hmm. for about four years mm -hmm. before I started doing brows. Mm -hmm. I started having issues with my thumb. So I have I started mm. issue I started having issues with tendonitis, and um, it was just such a roller coaster with so many ups and downs, and I was like, you know what, I gotta find something else to do. So I had been trying to leave mm -hmm. for a while before I actually left. Really? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, I had many phone calls about it about leaving. I was like, mm. when when did you leave? I didn't, I haven't left yet because um I have FOMO. Well, I, I think you I think you're checking out. I'm definitely checking out. I'm definitely checking out. But you the only FOMO? I have FOMO. I realized it the other day. Mm -hmm. I have FOMO and um makeup is has become at this point the fastest way for me to bring in revenue. When you think about sustaining a business, like it was the fastest way. If ever I need to earn, you know, to bring in yes. revenue fast, yes. open my books up. Um, but what it does is it doesn't allow me the opportunity to really go deep into the other things that make my soul leap. You know, so mm -hmm. I know that I had FOMO. But as I talked to some of my beauties, because we lost a lot of amazing artists after the paragraph so after yes. the paragraph a lot of artists who may have been thinking about leaving um actually left like that was that was the that was the end yeah, it was, was just like nope mm -mm. and I don't necessarily think it was because they couldn't do makeup I think it was because they realized that they wanted to do other things yes like they realized that they were bigger than just the, you know, not just the makeup, but it was just like, you know what? I do want to teach. I do want mm -hmm. to get into another sphere. Like some, some people went back to work and yes. they really realized like, I actually like, I like this. Yeah. Like I like, you know, this field. I like steady income. Like, cause let's not talk about the fact, the fluctuation of income. Like, yeah, you might have. A week where you make two, three, four thousand dollars, and then a whole month where you make nothing. Or you might have ten clients on your book, and oh. then by the time you get to the end of the week, you had three clients. That's true. Or you I have a that. big job schedule. When I say big job, like a production job, mm -hmm. maybe like a multi-day job, and then it gets postponed, or it gets pushed back, or it gets canceled for whatever reason, out of your control. Yeah. So I hated not being able to predict my income. Right. 
Because right. you just don't know what you're going to make from one month to the next. And then taking those individual makeup clients did fill in the blanks. <sighs> Is a- <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then, and let's not, let's not discuss that. Yeah, I mean, I think you touched on it a little bit. I think it's a number of reasons why people left. I think one is security. You know, like yes. people needed security. And we realized during COVID, you know, during that time when they shut down in March, I lost all of my clients straight through to the end of the year. Like once it was, like once it was decided, you know what I mean? Like we're not going to open back up and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, you know, people became more and more afraid, yes. you know, that sort of thing. I can remember getting all of the emails, you know what I mean? And the phone calls like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to cancel. I'm canceling my wedding. You know, there were no proms. No there were no festivals. No there were no. I mean, everything that you can kind of start predicting, you know, like and, and start um, using that to figure out what your revenue is going to be, how to market and stuff, all of that ended. And so, and that lasted for us. I know I lost everybody and that was what, 2019? The 2020. 2020. So I lost everybody in 2020. Mm -hmm. And then in 2021, they, they, the wave. Yeah. It was like a, it was a wave. Yeah, like I don't it was just so unpredictable. Right. Like you were rich one day and poor the next. I've never been that rich and poor at the same time. Like you were rich, poor, then rich again. Yeah. And then now, what? Then I was bankrupt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what you need to go. But okay. I, I think a lot of people were already honestly, like some people were already struggling oh, with yeah. their businesses. Pre paragraph, right? I feel like the paragraph was the the tipping point. Mm-hmm. Either you were already there, and once we came back, you skyrocketed, yeah. or either you completely bowed out of the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that some people were already struggling before the paragraph, and that caused them to just completely say, "I'm not doing it. I don't want to be that close to people. I don't want to touch people's faces." I don't want to keep pursuing this. I'm pursuing other things. Yeah. Like you mm-hmm. said, like this is not worth it to me anymore. Yeah. I just don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. But then let's also bring this into play. We have not talked about this. The working conditions as a makeup artist are just not favorable. Like most of the time, <laughs> most of the time you are lugging equipment. No, you have a kit. You have a kit that might weigh 20, 30, 40 pounds. The, uh, you, the kit and then the equipment. And then That's the equipment. A, <laughs> then the lights. Then the chair. Mm-hmm. Then uh, you have to be, you know, you your stamina has to be. You're standing on your feet for X amount of hours. You're packing up your vehicle. You're going to another location. Yeah. You're going to another location. You could be working on a photo shoot. You're in an alley. You have to, you know, bring, you have to condense down some stuff to bring with you to be able to set up and work properly. I did somebody in the, uh, sitting in the trunk of my SUV before. I've done that. I've done in that. my car before. You yeah. know what I mean? On the street. On the street. You like, know what I mean? You have, in a bathroom, a public bathroom, on the side of the road, on a sidewalk, a car, on the curb, driving. <laughs> Listen, you do all kinds of stuff, and it's and the thing about it is, I think people think, and for some people, that is exciting. Yes. It, it absolutely is, and it can be a very exciting industry to be in. That's not true for all of us, and I've learned that as I got older, it wasn't true for, for me. me. Like, you know, my lifestyle wasn't conducive to that type of manual labor because I don't think we think about it as manual labor. Like they don't, you know, I think we think like it's a service and, you know, you, oh, you, you know, putting on lashes and eyeshadow and lip and it's amazing. But I have had it where I've, I couldn't get out of the car. Like after a day, like my children had to come and like, like physically get me out of the car. I drove myself to the emergency room because I got out the car to put gas in and I could barely put walk. Yeah. And I had to drive straight to the emergency room. Yeah, I've I've had I've okay. haven't been to I thank God I haven't been to the emergency room, but I have worked 
after surgery. You know, mm-hmm. I like I've had mm-hmm. surgery and had to go right back into it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the next day mm-hmm. um, I have. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just the things that you have had to do. We I've yes. had deaths in the family yes. and then had to go right back, back into work. working because, you know, it's I think especially when you're in the profession and you love it and you know, like if I cancel yeah. on this client, like that's it. Like, you know what I mean? This is their mm-hmm. wedding. This, this is their yeah, is a graduation. This is a prom. And, you yeah. know, so it's like you show up in grief. You mm-hmm. show up, you know, sickness. I'm, oh my goodness. Yeah. You show up after surgery. I show up and I was missing things like Jamea brought up before, like missing things for my children. Yes. For 10 years, I gave up every weekend. So every weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday for 10 years, you were working. I was working. So yeah. that meant that I couldn't vacation. Nope. You know, I couldn't spend time with my children. Birthday parties. Oh, my goodness. Family events. Anniversaries. People stop inviting you to things because oh. they're so used to you saying, I'm at work yeah. or I got to work. So the, uh, the invites yeah. stop. Yeah. And it's hurtful yeah. because you want to be there for your family you want to celebrate too and you don't get to celebrate and i'm and i shared this with a friend Mm -hmm. of mine the other day a lot of times and and i had to speak to my family about it too i can't be your makeup artist and your friend Mm -hmm. so what will happen is if you ask me as your friend to do your makeup for your wedding then that means you don't want me at your wedding you, yep. Because I am not, I'm not, I can't, I do, can't do, I'm not physically yes. present for you as a friend yes. to celebrate you at your wedding because I'm yeah. working. And so that meant that I didn't get to get dressed. I didn't get to, you know, get bathed and pretty like everybody else. Oh, I have to rush. Yeah. It's a, a yeah. super rush. Yes. And then yeah. like the whole time you're there, you're watching to be like, oh gosh, wait a minute. Is she sweating? It's, oh no, I hope my mascara don't run. Yes. It's an eyelash. Oh God. You know what I mean? And so you're not even present to be like, congratulations. Yeah. You know, you're, you're physically working. Yeah. And you're working all night. And I think a lot of times people assume like they'd be like, oh, girl, can you touch my lip up real quick? Oh, my God. Am I? And it's just like that. I'm working. So I'm no longer a guest at your wedding, a guest, you know what I mean, to celebrate mm-hmm. with you. I am an employee and I am working. And so I, you know, even when I was present, I wasn't. Because I was so busy trying to make sure that you and and mm-hmm. and that's my gift of service. I'm trying to make sure that you mm-hmm. are taken care of and you feel and look your best self. Yes. That I'm not even getting an opportunity to celebrate. Well, you. you also touched on something with the weddings, mm-hmm. hostile working environments. This one went. She went. We we got sexual harassment cases. Mm-hmm. Emotional harassment cases. You know, um, we talk hostile work. As a makeup artist, you work in a lot of different environments. You are privy to some really intimate conversations. Some you wish some, you don't want to know. You some do. behaviors that are that sometimes your your safety can be put in jeopardy. You mean some things? You be like, I need to pack up my kit and go. Um, we do have some stories, but that yeah. go back to the business of beauty archives <laughs> <laughs> from 2018. Yeah. But no, just working with bridal parties. Oh, um, just the the ten different personalities and the ten different wants and demands and mm-hmm. um, requests and just. The comments, mm-hmm. the comments that you think the makeup artists don't hear, the person going in their bath in the bathroom and redoing their makeup, or the person in the corner kicking with the other bridesmaid or maid of honor saying that they don't like something with an earshot of the makeup artist. You know those things are just not. not it can be. It can be very very um, taxing. I I, I think yeah. taxing on your spirit, taxing yes. on like you know. Yes. I think you get through it. But like the con, I know I've had to have, I know that I've left places in tears, you know, like you have like, like physically you just get to the car and you just break down because it's just, it has drained your spirit so bad. And some of it is not directed toward you. Well, one, you become a gatekeeper in a lot of these situations Mm -hmm. where, especially in bridal. Um, and, and so I'm going to go back before I start that. I'm going to say, first of all, we absolutely, I love what I did. I love being a makeup artist. Yes. I, I absolutely love loved it. The, the, well, I want to just reiterate what we're bringing up is why. 
people are leaving, leaving. or have, and, yes, or have left. left. And so this may seem negative. It is not. These are actual facts that happen. And in a traditional employment situation, a lot of people would have left years ago. Like this would have happened in 30 days and they'd have been like, nope, I'm out. Yeah. And so you have to think that and this is people's lives for 10, 15, yeah. 20 years that they're having to maneuver through these things and your love and passion for the art yeah. keeps you coming back, like keeps you going. But in reality, there are some hard things that happen um, that we don't talk okay. about. And oftentimes we don't get to talk about without being bashed, without being, yes. you know, why are you doing it? Or, you know what I mean? Yes. You should leave or you being that. And it's not that. It's like, this is really what's happening. Yes. And if we address some of these challenges, I think we would have had a lot of more artists would have stayed. Same. Yes. You know, and in Bridal, which is one of the hardest. It's the most taxing. Oh my God. It people can just do bridal. That could just be your focus. Your niche can just be bridal. You don't have to do anything no. else. But it can be. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of personalities. You are a wrangler sometimes. The you, gatekeeper. The That's gatekeeper. what I was saying. Like, cause I've had people sit in a chair and the bridal say, "I want a natural look," and they want a smoky eye. And you and you're the one left to fight with the with the bridesmaid. Like yes. the bride is over here. She yes. she over there. You know what I mean? So you're the one sitting in the chair, like, you know, no, the bride asked yes. for, you a know, natural. a natural. Well, I'm paying for this. She didn't pay for my makeup. Or let's talk about the mother-in-law that sat in my chair and started talking about the bride. Who paid me to do everyone's makeup. It becomes a cluster. I said it. It, it can be, it, it can be, and if you do this over and if you think about it, most of the time, wedding season, you're doing a wedding once a week at least. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and you're sometimes in it. twice a weekend. Yeah, I, I try you not. Know, I, it can be a you, Friday, oh, you was Saturday, a, or oh, you was a certain Sunday. I, I won. Look, one, one, because it's going to take me three days to get over the one. The one. One. Um, Hmm. But I think that, I think, you know, when you're talking about like bridal individual clients, we can talk about, you know, I mean, it could be Ooh. like customers are going to customer. And that's what I'm saying. <laughs> For real, they are. Like customers are going to customer. I'm a customer and I customer. You know what hmm. I mean? Like I, I want, my moments. Yeah, yeah, I want certain yeah. things. I wanted to be how I wanted. I paid for this. This is what I expect. Yes. And so we're going to customer, mm -hmm. you know, and that's a given. But that can be a reason why people decide to leave the industry. And we're losing some great, some great artists. Yes. And we're getting older. So uh -huh. now I'm over 40. And it's certain things that in my, my over 40 can do, can't do that my 30 could. For me to get <laughs> the... The mental anxiety that I get when it, someone says, can you do my makeup on for this, 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 and that? I'm thinking about my kit. I'm thinking about the 30 brushes that I need to clean. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about mm -hmm. the palettes, the organization. My mm -hmm. brain goes from zero to mm -hmm. 100 like that. Mm -hmm. Or the how, just think how many last minute requests you get. No, I don't want to I can't rush anymore. I don't like the rush. Listen, I my body don't even let me move that fast. Okay? Yeah. I can't get out the bed that fast any longer. That's like the jump up. Man, I mess around to pull a hip out, a leg or something. I, I can't do that. I got arthritis. <laughs> Some people call you like, hey, it's my wedding day. My I makeup artist didn't show up. I got arthritis. <laughs> Is that it's a prom. The girl didn't come to my, the makeup artist didn't come to my house. Oh, and I, so just the, even, I think that's another reason people get out as well. I, I feel like, like with the makeup industry, it's a low barrier of entry. Mm. You, a lot of times you are self-trained. Yeah. You can watch YouTube. You can practice your own makeup. You yeah. can just go build a kit and then people can start coming to you. Yeah. You you don't have to do formal training if you don't want to. In the state of Maryland, where we're located, it's no license for makeup artists. So it's no credentials for you to be an artist professionally. Like you can get out here and just start posting pictures and getting clients. Mm -hmm. That does not mean that you're going to be the most professional, yes. the most talented, yeah. the most knowledgeable, you know? So people getting all types of stuff out here. And then for people who do value the professionalism of the industry, you're like, wait a minute, whoa. 
I'm not. I gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah it, yes. So, yeah, I do. And then the looks that people want. Sometimes that. Okay, it'd be a combination. Look, you seen how I got my eyes. Y'all know we catch the backlash. Professionals catch the backlash of non-professionals. Yes, of amateurs in... People, like, now, like I'm going to be honest. If you go back and look... Because I, I don't delete anything off my Instagram. So if you go back to any of my Instagram, my Facebook, and when I first started to now, you definitely see the, the progression... progression. Of artistry, right? Of getting comfortable in the type of artistry that I yes. like, you know what I mean? And that sort of thing. So, you know, you, and I'm sure that artists that came before me got backlash from me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, the artists yes. that have been in the field and then I'm coming in and I'm charging $25, you know what I'm saying? Yes, because we're looking route, at you like, 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 you messing up the, yes, the industry. You, like, you charging $25, yes. at least it's. $50, yeah. And I get it. And I get it. You know, I think, and I think part of it is we I choose to leave. Like mm -hmm. I choose, like, you know, I chose, like, you know what, this isn't what I want to do anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? This isn't where I find my peace. Like, this yes. is not peaceful yes. anymore. You know, and I love like my clients. I love, I love my them. clients. I love them. I love Ooh, my makeup clients. I love I my, miss clients. my makeup clients. Damn. Love but, <laughs> but just sanity sometimes, and some and some people are getting out just for sanity because not only are you not only are you dealing with you know customers and you know what cust you know because customers will customer right. You're also dealing with people nego trying to negotiate you with your rates. Yep. You know how much you're charging. You're also dealing with your own, like what people put on you when they come. Because I think a lot of times, uh oh, Mimi, right now, no. I think a lot of times we don't take into consideration that um, what you bring to us, we get, we keep. Oh, you hold on to it. Yes. Yeah. It. It's in my soul. Yeah, I'm a. What were you saying? Golly, I forgot. Jesus, we getting too old for this. That's probably why we quit. <laughs> we too old. We can't even remember. See, that's nothing. <laughs> we can't even remember what we trying to do. Once you get, once you get forty and over, the things that happen to you is just not. You know, honestly, this this year. You know, I've been retiring for like three years, right? Yes. I've been retiring. <laughs> but, you know, I got the FOMO. So, I'm going to be the first to admit, I got the FOMO. So, a lot of times I get nervous about going ahead and letting it go. You know what I mean? Because, because, and this is a whole nother conversation, because what does that mean? For what's next? Yeah, year? like what does that mean? Like when you decide, so that's something I'm working through, but we'll talk about that another time. But one of the reasons for sure that I was getting out was that the demands, the things that people were demanding of me um became so outlandish and so outrageous that it didn't even make sense anymore. Um for me to, and I've been in some very tricky, scary, <laughs> you know, situations. Yeah, situations. Like, and people don't yeah. let you know oftentimes that this is the type of stuff that you're getting yourself into because this is normal yes. for them in their life. You know yes. what I mean? But I've been put into some very compromising situations. Yes, you know what I mean? Where I, and you looking like, I want to just get home to my family. Like, I want to make it. Home, and I think people don't talk about that. Like, you know, when as a traveling artist, and that's why some artists, like, I know I decided I don't travel. Mm -hmm. And it was because, like, I was going into place. You don't know where you're going, yep. who's, there, who's there, what type of environment it was, is. what they do when you're not there. Yes. You know, and you show up, yes. and you're there to do a service, mm -hmm. right? And you walk in the door like, what in the world is happening here. Like I'm in the twilight. Zone. Yeah, like, like wait what? a minute. And even if you have your own space, what type of people are coming into your space? Like, who are they trying to bring with yes. them? Because you know, people be like, "Oh my God, I couldn't find nobody last minute to watch my kid. Can my kid come? They're gonna be good." And that's the kid that tip your ring light over and mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. fuck shit up. Oh you my know, 
the, the flipping, doing all yeah. the cartwheels mm-hmm. and things like that. And I mean, as a and I, but I'm gonna say this though, I have taken my daughter to work with me a few times. Yeah, but I know my child's temperament. You know what I mean? I've had to take her into some different places, mm-hmm. but to piggyback on what you said, listen, we have been into some very interesting, yeah, scary, very, very scary places. I mean, very scary. Not even just like a little bit scary, like very scary situations. And a lot of times that's enough for people. Like they've they've yeah. had enough. And like my body started giving out on me. Hello. You know, and I don't think we Hello. take that into consideration too. Like, you know, Jamea mentioned like, you know, tendonitis and her thumbs and her hands. Yeah. But also it's just your shoulders and your back yes. and your knees your waist, and your, your feet. Hips. Like everything. Yes. And so then you start your your quality of life starts to change because what happens is you're saving up all of your energy to work. And then once you're finished, you have nothing, nothing left, left to give. Yeah. And I know that was like a big thing for me was like when I started having to go to the doctor and it was just like, you know, my knees and now I'm taking, I'm popping a leave like yes. mints. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to make it through the day, you know, from standing in the back and the lifting and the, and I was like, God, I can't do this. And then I'm no good for my children. So when I come home, you're drained. I, I have nothing, nothing left. Yeah. And it's not anybody's fault. It's just the nature of the type of work that we do, that this is what happens. And then, you know, let's go with the people that don't pay. The chargebacks, the trade fours. Um, and my, I don't even mind a trade for. Like, if you let me know what is it, what we doing, and how this is gonna work. Mine are the chargebacks, and and we think it's individual clients. Sometimes your B two Bs are the worst ones. Business owners, right? So it's just like I've had it where major companies, big name companies, haven't paid. Mm. And where they want you, and a lot of times they want you to do the work and you invoice out or they have a net 30, net net 60, net 90, whatever it is. So you have given up a day or two or week of your time to do this job, to be on set. And then you have to wait 30, 60, 90 days to get you to pay. And then sometimes what if that, I have had it where the payment never came. And so you trying to get, you know, you trying to reach back out and you trying to, hey, this is my contact. They done moved on. They not responding. That sort of thing. And people are like, well, you can sue. Yes, but that costs me too. Money and time. Yeah. So now I got to, it's going to cost me to sue (laughs) these people who owe me money. I had a client where we actually negotiated like a net zero, but I had, cause they were net 45, mm. but that was a very, very, very good company. That was a unicorn company. Yeah. I'll say that normally it's not 30, not 45, not nine, like you're 60 days before you get paid. Mm-hmm. So you show up, you do the job in April on April 1st. You might not get your check till May 1st, May 15th, June, July, July, August. Cause you, when you act up real bad for work that you've done previously. I mean, it's the nature of the business. People are like, oh, but you get paid good money. But yeah, but I don't see that money for however many days. Yeah. And then I still have other living and business expenses to take care of mm-hmm. in between mm-hmm. time. So it mm-hmm. was like you have to have a pipeline yeah. of a consistent pipeline of work um, to where you always have money coming in. But yeah. sometimes you cannot predict your cash flow. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. And that was my biggest stressor. Mm-hmm. I could not predict my cash flow. It bothered me to my yeah. core. So even though when I did put the checks in the bank and I saw the balance, I was like, oh, I'm making pretty good money. You know what I mean? It's a rolling, yeah. a rolling thing. Yeah. And, and it, I mean, it, it, and it really is. Mm. And some of the prediction of your cash flow is that you have none. Mm. Like in reality, like, you know, some of the predictions that you see, mm-hmm. like when you go down and you look at your finances, the prediction is for the next three months, I'm not going to have any yes. money. You know what I mean? Because there are times during the season where you just don't make the That's type right. of, like you're not making that type of money. So you may get two or three clients 
in and then but that's not enough like if you have you have to really know like i need to take you know 30 clients just think about that i need to see at least one client a day at least at least one at least one but in reality you might need to see three or four for all of the expenses that come out mm -hmm. that means every day you have to see three or four clients and a lot of times they like well you only work an hour or it's only uh, 45 minutes that's that's the client that's not the cleanup that's not the prep that's not the getting the yourself travel. together that's you know what let me try to tell y'all can i tell y'all something jamea i hated traveling <laughs> y'all it was, because I, I, I'm going to be honest, because we because we, we tell the truth, y'all. I love y'all so much. Traveling to do makeup uh, sucks. <laughs> okay? It does. It is absolutely a business model where it can be lucrative if done correctly. However, the stress of traveling from client to client and making sure all your shit get there, including you and the car that you're in. Because I've been stranded on the side of a road. Because if you don't have a good car, if you don't have a good car, baby, okay? Uh -uh. Don't let it be an accident. It can't be an accident. It can't be a slowdown. It can't be nothing. You can't get hungry. You know how long I've had to go without going to the bathroom? And you got to watch the GPS because if you miss the turn. Oh, God. That's like, another 45 but, minutes. But then you also have to have good service so that you keep. So you no. got to like screenshot the directions yeah. uh -huh. before you go. So in case your GPS go out. Yeah. You I, did, I used there. to have the map quest it and then print it out. And then print like, it out. So I had the GPS, but then you got a map quest it to bring it out. You know, to print it out. So just in case you had a backup. You know, yeah. and it just, and then you would have a client in Bowie and then one Ooh. in, I remember that. I would have a client in Bowie and then somebody in Park Heights. That don't even go together, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're not from Baltimore or Maryland, you know, that's a good hour, hour and a half, half, maybe hour 15 minutes away. <laughs> My God. And and the thing about it is you have to account for that time. So <gasps> it's just like so that hour and a half of travel time, you're not getting paid. Yeah. Like you think like, oh, you paying an extra, I gotta pay an extra $25 or extra $30 for travel. When in reality, if I stayed put, that was a hundred I make a hundred dollars an hour. Mm -hmm. So I'm still working at a deficit. But even if and even if you're in the same city as your person, if you're because I used to do a 15 mile radius, right? Because I used to travel all over. No, it got old. Um, so I would do a 15 mile radius while I'm still driving, basically 30 minutes one way, 30 minutes mm -hmm. back. Mm -hmm. So you still have to account for that. Travel That's your hundred dollars. And then when you get to your clients, you got to set up. I used to have a client who a sweetheart. Who would, um, see, as I came in, they would say, oh, you're here? Well, while you're setting up, I'm going to go take a shower. Oh, my God. I wasn't even going to bring that up. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I going to say that. We have so much I'm looking trauma. straight ahead. Like, I feel like makeup artists have so much trauma <laughs> from be, from just doing the thing. That it's, it's so many stories. It's like. We need some law and order music. These yeah. are our stories. Like the oh, SVU. The SVU. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. I like that. But my thing is, a lot. a lot of it is because we are unable to share without it seeming like we're ungrateful or we don't appreciate mm -hmm. our clients. A lot of times we don't get to rectify some of the challenges that if our customers knew, they would change, mm -hmm. you know, like uh, some of some, I believe, I believe wholeheartedly yeah, some like that. Change. Some people, if you told them, Hey, like, this is what happens when you do the, they'd be like, man, I didn't, I wasn't, I even, didn't, I didn't I even know. Aware. I wasn't, I didn't even think about that. Like, yeah. I apologize. You know what I'm saying? Let me, I will make sure that I fix that moving forward. Like yeah. that's not something that I will do, but it becomes really hard because we understand you're busy and we're there yes. to provide a it's service. A quick so it's like you yeah. trying to do 800 things, yeah. but it's like, it's hard for me to put your makeup on in 45 minutes when you're on the phone, when you got to keep jumping up. You know what I'm saying? When you're trying to type, when you're trying to talk to people, you know what I mean? When you're, it, it, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. It is hard. 
I'm being honest. It is. And a lot of times when you see celebrity makeup artists, notice that they work with one celebrity. <laughs> yes. Like they do. They work with one. That's their like person. Like that's their person. Or they have like three. They might have that's three. A, that's that's it. it. They don't do like 50, 11 million. They not doing that. They're like they their personal. That's, that's yeah, it. That's I got three people that I work with. Yeah. Sir John, Beyonce. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's his, that's his person. He does her. He might do a few others, you know, da, 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 da. you know what I mean? Cardi B's makeup artist. She does Cardi B and she might yeah. have two or three that she might jump, you know, slide in every now and again, but they have their designated makeup yeah. artist. And guess what? You get the pack for that one person. Yeah. I know yeah. what works for that person. I know that if she go to sleep, I know that because that, I know this is my person. This is my person. You know, yeah. but I'm packed for 50, 11 million people. You pray for everybody. Everybody. <laughs> All the people. Because I would look forward to going to my one person. With my one person, baby. We and you, yeah, we together. We love I know you. But we, those days where when it's a like, lot. And you don't know some of the people that you're going to? Yeah, you don't know what you're about to You don't know to. what. you. So you packing extra. Everything. You pack everything because oh you don't want to get caught with your pants down. And I mean, you can, condition, you can condense a kit, but it's only so much condensing you can do. It's still uh, heavy as shit. I know what people say. You could just multiple use products and yada, heavy. yada, 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 yada. But even to working in production, being prepared, mm. like your mind is yeah. just like... Extension oh cords. Surge protectors. Like surge stuff protectors. that people don't think about. Like so in my kit, Fans. I have extension cords, surge protectors. You know what I mean? You got mints. You got safety pins. Tampons. pins. You got everything Shout. in it. Listen, tied pins. pins, girl. You know I got them tied pins in there because for some odd reason we got everything. Band aids, not the band aids. And it's the time that Elise. you don't bring it. Chocolate, the Benadryl. Listen, Vaseline, a shot of vodka, deodorant. <laughs> okay, we got it. But you know, in my studio, see, in my studio, I got edibles for PMU people because some of them. They need a little bring it down notch. Yeah, but you, you gotta you gotta be prepared because you just don't know. What you're going to but but let's but one of the things is like we talked about that. So so the so she was asking why people left, left the field. So let's break. Some people left the field because of customers, right? Yes, the lack thereof. You know what I mean? Um, the the, the financial. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, the working conditions, mm -hmm. the uh, customer piece. Yes. Your body. Like your some body, people can't physically do it anymore. Uh, some people chose family. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, listen, I cannot be, I don't want to spend my whole life away from my family. Yeah. Some people have been blessed to find other professions yes. that bring them joy and that they really have fallen in love with that they want to continue to pursue. Mm -hmm. You know, that sort of thing. I think one, um, financial stability is one of the biggest things mm -hmm. that is leading a lot of people to leave um, some, some of the industries. industries. And yeah. it's because we realize during the the paragraph, you know what I mean? That you didn't have as much stability as you thought you had, you know, and even with you having savings, because a lot don't think that makeup artists and, and service providers are very smart yes. and people had, you know, insurance and yes. you know what I mean? 401ks and you know that people had really set themselves up, but that took a toll yes. on us. Like, because there was no other income coming in. Like, that, that was, was nothing else. And so, if you hadn't figured out a way to bring in additional revenue or mm -hmm. to pivot. And, you know, I know people started doing stuff in their homes. Right. You know what I mean? People started doing other things. You realize that maybe this isn't something that can sustain me for mm -hmm. a long period of time. And I don't know. Like, I didn't get into makeup artistry to be a makeup artist for the rest of my life. Hmm. Like I didn't, I, I, I don't know what I thought I was going to be mm -hmm. doing, but I didn't see myself mm -hmm. retiring as a makeup artist. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I just did. I don't know what I thought I was going to be doing, yeah. but I knew for sure that standing on my feet and doing this year, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, these 10 years have been, it's a lot. It's been, a, it's been some of the best. Changing. 
the experiences I've had. I flew, I flew first class for the first time because of Mego. Really? I did. I went international for yes, like, for the, the first time. Because of Mego. And so it's yeah. like you get... And one of the things mm-hmm. that happen is when you see the world, you realize just how big the world is. Yes, it is. And you realize that there are other opportunities that you can pursue mm-hmm. that doesn't keep you beholden to this one area, yes. this one field, this one state, this one client base. You know what I mean? Like when Jamea decided to do permanent makeup, I didn't even know what it was. I was like, you going to do what to who? Girl. And you know, I'm going to support girl. Do it. Do it. Get them brows. You know what I mean? Like, do them things. You know what I mean? God bless you. You know? <laughs> it was a good choice, though, but it was, it was because I was a client. I was a client, and then I was like, you know, my girl's wearing their makeup yeah. all weekend long, so let me, let me spend it out a way to give them so permanent brows. She's so good. Time. But, yeah, it gives you... A makeup, doing makeup has given me tremendous perspective mm-hmm. on life. I have met some amazing oh my God. women, men, worked in some amazing, with some great brands. Yes. Oh, my god. Um, just the, the talent, the teams that I have been a part of and the project that I've worked on, like, I am forever changed. Like, changed my life. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I see things completely different. Yes. Um, I love being a part of a team at times, working in production. Mm-hmm. Um, I love being solo with individual clients mm-hmm. one-on-one and just having that girl time and that mm-hmm. face-to-face. It's a very, doing makeup is a very intimate mm-hmm. um, process. Because yeah. you're so close to your clients and you're in their spaces yeah. and you know you, it's a lot. So it's a huge responsibility and I don't think it should be taken lightly. And I think a lot of people got out because they just didn't expect it to be be that, to be quite honest with you. Um, a lot of times makeup pulls you very deep into um, people's lives. Mm-hmm. You know, like people yeah. don't feel comfortable unless their makeup artist touches their person because mm-hmm. they get their people. So you become a part of their, uh, what I'm about to say, their routine yeah. for certain like big events. Like if you're not there, they don't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. But no, Kiki, you know, people depend on us. Yeah. Um, and it's not just for the look. Yeah. It's the comfort. Like, cause people have their people. Mm-hmm. And in that, they uh, talk to you about some very deep and personal yeah. things sometimes. And, um, you know, you can kind of shift from being makeup artist to being counselor yeah. or being an ear or being, you know, just that person mm-hmm. for some people. And it can be a lot. Yeah, it can be. It can be a lot. Yeah, on you. On you. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and and some people, let's be honest, some people got out strictly for their mental health. Yes. Like strictly because they realized that they they were choosing themselves. Yes. Like, and that's okay. Like they decided, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm losing my, my mind. I'm losing myself. Yes. Like yeah. what is happening here? Like, it's just like a whole yeah. circus mm-hmm. around me. Yeah. yeah. And it's hard because uh, like transference is real, mm-hmm. you know, and I can and I know that I've, you know, I've experienced having um, someone that, you know, sat in my chair really have breakdown. You yeah. know what I mean? And you're trying to figure out how you can like, what am I supposed to what do? Supposed like, you know, like, oh, my God, I like I this situation? yes. And you're trying to. And you worry about them mm-hmm. afterward. Like, you know, you get them together, you, you know, make sure they're good. You send them along the way. And then you're worried the whole time. Like, you know, are they good? You know, did they make it home? You know? And so then after the service, you're not just checking on them because of, you know, how was your makeup? How was your event? It becomes a, you know, are you okay? Are you, okay? you know, did you, you know, did, did you, you talk to somebody? Did you go to the doctor? You know, what your doctor say. And so mm-hmm. now you're pulling, you're grabbing all of that stuff yes. and holding on to it. And it can be taxing, taxing, draining. Mm-hmm. And then you then you add on to your regular life, your yeah. normal life. Mm-hmm. And then your, your business. Mm-hmm. You talk about your kids. Mm-hmm. You talk about your family, like your money. Like mm-hmm. everything rolled up into one and mm-hmm. it just lies on you. And it can be happy. Mm-hmm. It can be a lot. And I think people don't take into consideration. We think about the negative, like the negative stuff, like the dark stuff. Like you're not making enough money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like your, your life is falling apart. But sometimes the stress of the blessing... 
mm. is a real thing too. Like, mm. you know, and so it's just like when you are fully blessed, yes. right? And so your blessings come because I believe wholeheartedly they when he when the blessings flow, oh they it's come, they be. And so you're getting blessings everywhere, you know, and it's all amazing and you're doing really great, but that can be overwhelming to yes. you too. And so and a lot of times you don't have the space or the time or even you don't feel like you can say that this is too much. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't because it's just like, yeah, like, who am I to, you know, be mad about or second guess or, you know, that 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 back and forth about a blessing. And it's just like sometimes a blessing is overwhelming. Mm. Like, I can't handle all that I'm being blessed with right now. And so because I can't and because I don't I, I don't even feel comfortable sharing it. Yeah. Because nobody is going to accept the fact that this blessing is overwhelming me. Right? It's just cuz it makes you feel ungrateful yeah, or you feel ashamed yeah, that you, that you got to that it's just it's what gonna, though, it's too much for you. And and not to mention cuz I thought up before um the you don't have time to be depressed. Like, because and we, we talked about it earlier with, you know, you having to show up for work yeah. whole, fully, fully ready to give, you know what I mean? And so you do that in depression. Yeah. <laughs> like you're fully depressed. Working and I know people that I know people do it in all industries. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's just like you don't feel like you have time to even be depressed. depressed. Yeah. You put your yourself on the back burner. Yeah, you suck you it up. To, you suck it up. You put your big girl panties on and you keep it moving. Mm-hmm. But then another thing happens, and another thing happens, and another thing happens, and another thing, and then it's like, yo, I gotta stop. Uh, or you are stopped. Yeah, because I have had it where like I could not get out to be. You can't function. No, baby, it shuts you down. That you'll be stuck. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you can't really get out of it. No. It's hard to get out of it. And it's hard it's to share it. Yes. You know, it's hard to share it because who do you trust with it? Who can really understand what you're going, going through, through. Yeah. you know, when you're going through this time and it looks like everything is so beautiful. Perfect. Like They see the highlight reels. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, you're doing so good and I yeah. see you. And it's just like, I'm really not. And I, you, I, no, seriously. <laughs> I'm really, and, and I post this all the time about, you know, sometimes is because you can put on a good face and we're good at it. This is our job. So my job is to be able to put on a good face, right? I can put on a good face. I can show up. I can suck it up. And then when you finally do get the courage, because it takes a lot of courage to ask for help. Like, I need help. Mm-hmm. And then people, good job you to death. Like, you're doing a good job. You know what I mean? I see yeah. you. You you got it. Don't worry about it, girl. You know what I mean? They minimize. You, yeah. And you're like, there. no, like, I need help. Like, can somebody yeah. help me? Yeah. And they like, girl, you good. You fine, girl. You going to get out of it. You figured it out the last time. And it's just like, I don't have to figure out. And so then you stop asking. I'm serious because you stop asking. Yeah. Like, I know I do. I stop asking. Like, I stop expressing the fact that I need help because nobody is coming to assist me because mm. I'm saying it. I'm, I'm, I need help. You know, can somebody come in? I might not be saying it publicly all across right. my social media, but privately you're having conversations like, you know, Hey, like I'm, well, I'm struggling. I, a lot of times when you do ask for help, it's really bad by the time you ask oh, for help. Oh, it's so bad. Um, I'm going to share this. I don't even know if I should. I oh. think I did, but one of my friends, um, Asked me for help mm-hmm. this summer, and I didn't think anything of it. I gave what Maybe. she asked me for, and then um, like three days later, my friend was dead. Not today, Jesus. So I'm saying to you, and this is a fellow woman that was in the beauty industry with children under forty. Um, I'm just saying, sometimes we got to dig a little bit more deeper with our people mm-hmm. and don't just accept that I'm okay and don't good job them to death and really like dig in deep to try to help them because mm-hmm. a lot of us minimize what's going on. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we don't want to burden anyone else with our problems. But yeah, my friend died and it hurt me bad. Bad. I remember that. So, you know, I just, I shared it with some young ladies um, over the weekend because we were talking about mental health and, you know, it's just a, it's a, it's serious. It's serious. So, 
You know, listen to your people, hug your people, call, check up on mm-hmm. your people if you ain't talked to them in a while. Mm-hmm. You know, just do the thing. Yeah, and accept when people want to make a change. Yeah. Like, accept it. Like, don't. Like, I think sometimes we get so hard on, like, why are you doing that? And you shouldn't <gasps> go. And, yes. But you're doing so good. And you, and it's just yes. like, really, really listen yes. to what they're uh, saying. Like, encourage saying. them. Yeah. As they make a transition, because honestly, leaving this field is hard. Yes, like it's not an easy, it was not easy getting in and it's not easy getting you're leaving out. leaving a whole business, mm-hmm. a whole book of business. Mm-hmm. Like you're leaving a business, like not just a business, like. You're leaving your people. Your like people. you're leaving your people. Like we are people. I have touched your face. I have been in your space. Like it's a real deal. Like it is not taken lightly when you choose to leave. No. So a lot of times it's us putting us first. Mm-hmm. And um, and we need we need people to support us yes, when we do. Yes. Like when we say this is a decision that I've made, this is where I'm going. Congratulate. Like you yes, congratulations, congratulations, girl. I'm so excited for you. Yes. You know, and I know that sometimes it's hard because it's like, oh man, my person, that's yeah. my makeup artist. You but, know what I mean? But, but then when I refer you to two or three other people, please don't come back and say, hey. Can you show me their work or stuff? Just call them. Just call them. Just just call them. Just reach out to them. Just send the email, send the text and said, Hey, I got your number from Jamea. She told me you're, you know, you're you could possibly work with me. Do you mind sending over some links to your website, social media, or something like that? Cause I'm out. I'm out the game. I'm out. I I did my part. I'm you sorry, are, I just had to game. I just had to throw that in there. Cause I get those. I'm not out the game yet, but we will be retiring. You've been tiptoeing. I've been tiptoeing. You've been been wiggling your toe in the water Mm -hmm. for a minute. But you know what? I think now, like, even having the conversations that we have, like, I have to choose. Like, you have to prioritize your sanity like your you know what you want to do and i and i think that we need to also prop um um be okay with people changing their mind yes like i think only for women do we make it so that you can only do one thing your whole life mm-hmm. like you know what i mean like mm-hmm. and so it's just we want to do other things like yes. we are multifaceted human beings we are excited about other industries mm-hmm. and yes I be because I couldn't understand sometimes when people left a lucrative field. Like I couldn't. Like I'm just like, but you making so much money. Like right. you got a good book. And I didn't realize until it came to me. So it was your turn. Like, and that I'm just like, I don't I don't want to do this no more. But to care, even with that though, it's just a sacrifice that you're gonna have to make. Yeah. When I started doing permanent makeup, I told myself if it was between a brow client or a makeup client, I had to take the brow client because I'm I needed to learn brows. I needed to get in the practice of doing brows, even though I was getting paid a third of what I get paid to do makeup. Mm-hmm. It takes me way longer to do brows than it took me to do makeup, and I was charging. Very low when I first started, but I had to take the L and just keep doing it until I built it up. You're good at a lot of things. I appreciate you. You are such a multifaceted, creative, director, (laughs) stylist. I'm getting out. I'm getting out. So just you hear here. Beauty business, cosmetics business This one is troubling. I'm getting out because I know that it's time. Like it's time. And I'm moving over because that's what happens. We got out and we're allowing room for the next, next generation, generation of yes. artists. And they are here. Yes, ma'am. And they are doing it. Yes, okay, ma'am. these these ladies are yes. listen, I, laying a face yeah. down. I feel blessed that I can refer clients to Ooh. these people because I know what it meant for me to have a client get mm-hmm. referred to me. To book an appointment and have somebody pay. Like, that's my bills being yeah. paid. I'm so grateful that I'm able to shift that mm-hmm. and bless somebody else. Like, it's it so trusts awesome. me. I, that's so I had to take myself out. I was like, I'm out. I'm, I, I got that. I'm on over here. I can't do both. Yes. I can't hold it mm-hmm. all in both hands. I'm a, but that's the thing. Like, when you're growing, and I think when you're climbing a ladder, the hardest thing is to let go oh, of yeah. one rung to reach for the other one. Because we're so afraid. And that's why I came out the gate and I said that I had FOMO. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's hard 
to like when you're looking and you're like, oh, maybe I should be doing that. Or maybe, you know, this mm -hmm. is where I need to be. Going. Or maybe if I just focus, but it's just like, no, that's not yours. It's like not that's yours. not yours. Yeah. And really taking a moment to fully get into figuring out what's yours and yeah. giving yourself time and space and grace yes. as you go along the journey and it is a sacrifice yes, it, it is. is going to cost you something yes, everything costs you something mm -hmm. but i think it's about taking a moment and really being like i want to do this like yes. this is my next step this is my next journey mm -hmm. and it's okay that somebody else is coming you know and they swooping in and they and and listen because that's their thing. That's, and it's that, their that's time. their thing. That it's and I'm so excited when I try because these young ladies coming out early too. Yes, they. They are. I listen. They beating faces in the in the middle school. Middle schools. schools. They out here. Yes. I'm like, girl. Yes. If I had it. Yes. When I was that young, baby. And then look, they they going to uh, college, and so then they got seven years in the game. Eight years in the game because they've been they doing come, makeup since here. ninth grade. Yeah. Then they go do all the prom girls. Then they transition. They 19, 20, 21. So they can say, I did makeup for 10 years and I'm on to something. Yeah, I, I love it. I love, I love it. it. I love and I it. think one of, the, one of the things that we need to do as um, makeup artists who are seasoned yes. is to mentor and yes. to share. Yes, yes, as yes. much do as not get keep. Yes, don't hold yeah, on to yeah, it. Don't hold on to it. Tell them, tell them what if you see a young lady and she trying to do it, help her do it. Yes. Help her fit. Help her get her books yes, together. Help yes. her get her online her policies and procedures. Help her figure out what to charge. Help her figure out how to be professional and how to talk mm -hmm. to her customers. Sometimes they just don't know. Don't know. And most of us are getting moving on to bigger and better things and getting out of the way. So that other people can have these spots, yeah. we can't hold them for forever. It was a, it was an amazing ride. Yes, it. Oh, ah! it was a journey, baby. The stuff that I know now, yeah. like it was so good. But it's just, um, it's time to go. It's time to go. <laughs> it's time to go. Time and that's what. Look at the lights came on. That's how we know it's time to go. So listen, listen, listen. We appreciate y'all. Thank you for waiting for us. Um, Because you know last week we had a situation. Why one of my eyes look like I got... Girl, that thing look like I got droopy eyes just now. Girl, one of, them, one of them went down. I got Mine it up. up. Yours is up? Uh, they not on, on, but they... they but they on. They on. Three, my, mine is on. I'm going to take them off because I got to go get me a chicken box. And then I got to. So hungry. I'm so hungry. So listen, if you were wondering where your favorite makeup artist is, most likely they have transitioned into a new role and are doing new things. And it is amazing. Congratulate them. It's not all negative. The reasons why they left, you know, some of it is, you know, you live and you learn and you want to transition into something yes. different. Okay. And a lot of it is we said it for weeks. You know, we need people like us sitting across the table now to be high, pe hiring people and creating different avenues for people to get into the industry. And the only way we can do that is for us to release these seats mm -hmm. and then move into another seat to be able to help somebody progress into their next big thing. And yes. I think that's what we're doing. Um, this troublemaker over here with um, Elite Studios, baby, she giving them spaces on you. She giving them spaces, baby. She said, yeah. listen, I got a space Well, listen, I have um, one makeup artist who has transitioned from makeup into personal styling. Oh, I oh, I know who you talk about. Ooh, yeah. I love her. Atara, She's amazing. Um, Tara pivoted. And then I also have Morgan. Morgan is still doing makeup, but she also is doing permanent makeup in her brow, her lash business as well. Really? So they're oh, both in my, in Ooh. the suite. They both I love suite. it. So I'm just grateful that um, I can help them along their journey, you know? And I'm yelling I about money. Oh, Lord. Listen, fund us the way you fund in these tech businesses. Hello. Because that's five, ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 ain't hitting on no, get, nothing. Get, we want big coins. I'm trying to get all of the Sorry. coins that we can so we can invest in our businesses. That's what we do. Okay, so we be back next week, right? Yes, ma'am. Same time, same place. Same time, same place. Yeah. This was a long one. So just good. keep.
You know what I'm that saying? Good. And we'll continue the conversation on Instagram. Yes, yes, ma'am. Yeah. So Speak we'll on. do y'all tell us if tell us if y'all want us to to. I really want to share some of those stories. <laughs> y'all, y'all won't believe some of the things. This will blow your mind. People are always asking me, they're like, you should write a book. I'm like, I would never. Listen, we can't. I would certain things never. you can't say. It's a code of conduct that, that you can't say. But I will definitely yeah. tell you some stuff that you need to look out for. Some red flags. Some red flags. <laughs> right. Wave them. Wave them. Wave them. Red flags for clients and for artists. Yes. Clients. And see, that's what I'm saying. We said you too. Not yeah. just... Not just us for you. Things you, you need, need to, to look, look out, out for. And you be like, Mm-mm, when no. when you trying to book an artist. Yeah, no, that's that's it's not gonna work for you. So, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Listen, when you'll never see them do the work themselves with their own hands. Woo! When the kid, the, the kid, the videos of the kid just look like an explosion. 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 It's just powder. Explosion. Just powder. A powder everywhere. And on the video, on you the ain't video. even book yet. You've no. been stalking them on social media. Yes, yes. Oh, Jesus. oh my God. Yeah. We'll talk to you about it next week. Bye. <laughs> Let's go.